Welcome to the Namaste Glowed Up podcast. I'm Monique Christine, a former party queen turned life coach, and each week I'll be giving you tips and strategies to help you grow your glow from the inside out. Thank you for sharing some time, space, and energy with me today. And now, my dear darling, without further ado, let us get into your daily dose of glow up goodness. Namaste, my love. Monique Christine here, founder of GlowUpWithMC.com, and I just so happen to be your most favorite spiritual life coach, helping you go from burnt out to glowed up. We're continuing our 30 days of mental health awareness series, and today we're talking about stress. Yes, 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 my darling. Now, before we get into the good stuff, if you haven't already and you dig what unfolds here, by all means, please subscribe, ring that bell so you get notifications every time I upload something new. I definitely don't want you to miss out on the videos in this series or any of the other content that I am putting out for you. Sharing is caring, so share far and wide if you yourself know someone who is highly stressed or maybe they just throw that word around willy-nilly, then (laughs) this could be a great video for you to share. All right. Okay, cool. So what is stress? Well, it's very simple. Yes, I'm going to consult my notes over here. No, I am not trying to diss you. I love you far too much to diss you. I just want to make sure that I'm thorough. Okay, so stress. Stress is simply how our brains and our bodies respond to some sort of challenge or demand. Boom, that's it. Mic drop. See you tomorrow. Just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, stress really is that simple. Now, sometimes stress can be positive, while other times it can actually end up hurting you, okay? Especially if it's prolonged, but we're going to get into that. It's important to pay attention to how you are dealing with both minor and major stresses. So, Like I told you at the beginning of the video, there are three types of stress and we're going to get into them. So let's kick this stress talk off with the sunny side of things, starting with positive stress, also known as U-stress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. This stress is the good stuff that helps you to get shit done, to move things along. Now, because the purpose of stress itself is to sharpen the senses, then eustress can actually help us to perform at our best okay so some examples of eustress would be like planning a wedding planning a vacation Um, if you're an athlete if you're training that is actually eustress because you're working towards a goal a goal that would be enjoyable for you however i do need to say that with a bit of a caveat we do know toxic stories of training to where it's not healthy, where you're working towards something that you honestly don't even want. You're just trying to make other people happy. So that's where you always want to check in and make sure that you are doing things because it's what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you're the one living your life. If you spend your whole life living it for everyone else, you're going to have a very empty existence. This is going to weigh very heavily on your mental health and it could turn into something very negative. We'll talk more about negative stress shortly. Okay. 
Other examples of eustress include getting a new job or a promotion, preparing for a new baby, a new bundle of joy, darling, okay? <clears throat> These are all things that are great and you want to be in, you want to be at your best for all of them. I can remember when I was pregnant, you know, um, I had lots of eustress happening because I consciously removed the distress from my life. But, you know, going to um, the child birthing classes, Lamaze, I did a six week Lamaze thing. I did uh, baby care basics and um, infant CPR, like all of that. Those, those are great things where you are, your senses are heightened. You're paying much more attention. You are performing at a higher level and you're looking forward to the outcome. With good stress, you stress, we're typically looking forward to the outcome. So that's another kind of telltale sign. If you're not sure, is this you stress or distress? It's because you're looking forward to, to what's going to happen in the end. Okay, okay, so dealing with our you stress situations, like planning a wedding or planning a vacation or prepping for that new bundle of joy that's on the way, you will most likely experience feelings of excitement, expectation, anticipation, and these feelings can help you to kind of balance out um, with the anticipated benefits. So yes, I might be feeling all of these things. I might be a little nervy and my hands might be sweating a bit more than normal and my armpits and all of that good stuff. But it's like in the back of your mind, it's all worth it, right? Because the payoff in the end, you know, you get this incredible vacation, you get this beautiful baby, you get this partner. All right. So, so that is our eustress. Another thing about eustress, the good stress, is that typically we're in control of how long it lasts. Anytime you are stressed, whether it's good or bad, your body goes through what's called the stress response. And I'll probably get into that in another video. Um, but essentially the stress response is just how the body responds. So when you are experiencing those heightened levels of stress, both good and bad, then your, uh, your blood vessels constrict your breathing speeds up, your heart rate may speed up, uh, your digestion slows down, things like that. But you know that this isn't going to last forever. With a baby, hey, nine months, boom. With a wedding, okay, boom. With a vacation, okay, boom. So it's like you are, you have a certain level of control. <laughs> I use that term so loosely because the universe will show up and show you who's really in control. But when, typically when it's like a positive stress situation, you do feel a bit more control because there is a foreseeable end date to this stress. Okay, so this brings me to our negative stress. The negative stress is also known as distress, D-I-S-T-R-E-S-S, -S -S. spelling bee champ, yes. <laughs> All right, so distress, there are actually two types of distress, chronic and acute. Now with both chronic and acute stress or distress, you, one of like the tell, telltale signs is that you don't have control 
over when this is going to end. Typically, it's due to something outside of you. And so it's, it's kind of, you're kind of at the mercy of this, this distressing situation. And if it's a person, you know, whenever they decide, or if it's, um, like, let's say you're dealing with someone, a loved one who's sick, then you and I both know that you really don't have any control over those situations. And so it's, just a matter of when the sickness chooses to alleviate itself, okay? So, that's a tell telltale sign. I don't know why I can't say that word. That is a telltale sign of distress. So, let's go deeper and let's look at acute stress, okay? Acute stress, it's short-lived. This is like when you are, let's say you're crossing the street and you're not at a crosswalk, you're not really paying attention and some car comes like zipping around the corner and almost hits you. And so you have to like jump back. That's an acute stress type of situation. And your body should come down, okay? You should be able to calm down a bit thereafter and your body returns to its normal state, okay? Chronic stress, on the other hand, is something that lasts for a prolonged period of time. Now, acute stress doesn't always negatively impact your health because it's a short-lived thing, okay? So your body goes through the stress response and then it comes back down to the rest and digest kind of wavelength that it's normally at, that it should normally be at. But when dealing with chronic stress, like from a chronic disease, diabetes, cancer, um, a loved one who is terminally ill, um, a toxic ass relationship, <laughs> that's where it lasts for a very long time. You kind of feel like there's no end in sight. And this is where it can impact your, not just your mental health, but your physical health as well. Because when you stay in that heightened level of stress, remember I said with the stress response, uh, your digestion will slow down. Your heart rate will speed up your blood pressure will raise because your blood vessels, your arteries have constricted, they've tightened themselves to push the blood faster so that you can do what you need to do at a heightened level, okay? But if you stay in that space, if your heart rate is always up, you're actually stressing the heart. So your heart can enlarge, we call that cardiomegaly, which definitely is not a good thing, or you're just wearing it down, you know, lots of wear and tear. Um, your digestion can be negatively impacted. This is how people end up developing ulcers and stuff um, because not only does the digestion slow down, but the gases in the stomach increase. Um, the acids, excuse me, in the stomach increase. And so if you always have high levels of acid in your stomach, eventually it's going to eat away at the lining. That's why I know people um, 
I am, I'll be 38 here soon, but I can remember back in my 20s knowing other 20-somethings that were younger than me that had ulcers, who whose bodies were breaking down, um, who had heart attacks and gray hair and all of this stuff. I developed one gray hair when dealing with the stress around my dad dying. That was back in 2020. I haven't seen another gray hair since. So that's how I know, because I freaked the hell out when I found it. Like, oh my gosh, I am aging, girl. But I haven't had another one since then. So that tells me that that was specifically due to all of the stress around that situation. And to date, that is the most stress that I've been, the most stress that I've dealt with in really any period of time, but it was a lot that happened in, in a small amount of time. We'll talk about that some other time, but these are examples of chronic stress going wrong. I was losing weight. Like I said, I had the gray hair, super irritable. Oh my gosh. Um, and then my eating habits were impacted because my mental was impacted. And so here I am, you know, I, I had a lot to do, didn't have a lot of time to do it. So, you know, there's, there's no time, there's no energy for cooking, preparing meals. If you know me, you know that I love to cook and you know that I love to cook healthy stuff. Like it really gets me off. But <laughs> around that time, my son and I were eating takeout just about every single day because there was so much going on. I just didn't have anything left in the tank. And so that is how chronic stress can, can negatively impact you. Now, I do want to go back just a little bit. Some examples of acute stress, you know, public speaking. Um, I know that most of us are virtual now. So, you know, before you do that webinar or that Zoom meeting or that presentation or whatever, then, yeah, you can experience some acute stress. But typically after it's over, then if it goes well, then that's where you'll end up in a state of euphoria because, oh my gosh, that was amazing. I wish that I could do it again. It's like that high that performers get, uh, like singers and actors and actresses and uh, dancers, you know, you get that kind of performance stress before. So then you're able to perform really well during and then after when it's all over, now it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm buzzing, right? That's your acute stress and that's okay. It's not, it's not a bad thing so long as it remains a short lived type of thing. Now chronic stress, like I said, it just, it doesn't just impact the body. It can also impact the mind. The stress response impacts all of you. And so when you stay in that chronic level of stress, all day, day in, day out, you're stressed. Your body doesn't ever get a chance to recover and neither does your mind. And what that means for your mental health is that this is where you can start to develop those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You can start to develop your mental health disorders like your anxiety, your depression, irritability, fatigue, loss of self efficacy like you just are not 
performing at a high level at all. You are feeling burnt out. You can experience empathy exhaustion where you are just exhausted from, you know, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. That shit is draining, okay? Um, a weakened immune system, absolutely. And so now you're more susceptible to getting sick. And we know that when we get sick, that's stressful because it, it kind of throws you off, you know? Maybe you can't go to work or you're not able to work um, at the level that you're used to working at. You maybe aren't able to show up for your kids the way that you want to. So it all, uh, it all ties in and it, it all affects everything else. This can also include unexplained aches and pains. You know, you're just like, I'm sore, I'm hurting, I don't know why. How stressed are you? Because stress kills. Stress can cause inflammation. It can cause stroke. It can cause heart attack. Like, it's not what's up. Stress can, uh, chronic stress can negatively impact your diabetes. It can negatively impact your cancer, which is why when people have been diagnosed with cancer and they're going through treatment, it's so important that they have those complementary practices like yoga, meditation, journaling, things like that to help to kind of lower their distress levels, to try and bring them out of that state of chronic stress so that the body can heal so that the mind can heal. Mind-body-spirit connection is real. And whether you believe in it or not, it believes in you. And you will see it play out in your life if you're not careful. You can even develop headaches and you can have difficulty with your memory and your concentration. I mean, if you're just always going, 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 I know someone who, when they are going through bouts of chronic stress, they don't sleep. They don't sleep for days at a time. By day seven, it's like they're on a completely different planet. They don't even speak English anymore. They're not able to take things in. Um, they take everything the wrong way. It can, it can fuck up your mental, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, okay? But when people say I'm stressed out, typically they're referring to chronic stress, okay? So let's be, I know yesterday we talked about our emotional vocabulary. Now I want to kind of offer you this stress vocabulary. Stress is a blanket term. So I encourage you to, when you're experiencing stress, identify is this you stress or is this distress if it's you stress the positive stress then cool all right we're going to focus on the good looking forward to to the outcome if it's distress then i want you to see is this acute or is it chronic if it's chronic you need not you need because i'm not here to tell you what to do i would encourage you if you realize that you are dealing with chronic stress, get to the root of it. 
and do everything in your power to alleviate it. Now, I understand, you know, if you're dealing with a chronic disease, you can't just snap your fingers and make it go away. But what you can do is support yourself with meditation. Meditation helps you to just kind of bring it all down, calm down, focus on the breath, shut out the outside world for however long you're meditating. Get into some yoga. Yoga does double as that meditative practice, regardless of the style of yoga that you're practicing. But I'm always going to point you towards yin yoga because I'm obsessed with it and it's my specialty. Um, but regardless, you have to have something to bring it down. We all got to bring it down. We can't stay in those heightened levels of chronic stress all of the time and expect to enjoy a high quality of health. It just doesn't mesh. That's oil and water. Okay. So before I get out of here, I just want to remind you that I do have my virtual studio, fitness, yoga, meditation, more than 140 videos in there waiting for you on demand for you to dive into at any time. And you can enjoy your first seven days for free. So you can just test it out. See if you like it. Um, I do have like, a seven day kind of track for you to begin a meditation practice. And those meditations are between five and eight minutes long. So it's nothing overwhelming. And then I also have a seven day yin yoga track for you if you are new to yin yoga or if you're doing that seven day trial. So you can pair the meditation with the yoga. And I think the longest excuse me, I think the longest yoga flow is like maybe 45 minutes, maybe. Okay. But typically a yin yoga class is going to be 60 minutes if you've ever practiced with me. So there's that. I will make sure that I have links below for you. And um, that's really what I have for you today. It's important that we understand what stress is and that all stress is not created equal. And we are going to love ourselves enough to identify what kind of stress we're dealing with because once you become crystal clear on what it is, now you can do something about it. All right, I love you. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and ring that bell so you get notifications every time I upload something new. Tomorrow, we're gonna be talking about, I don't know what we're gonna be talking about, something having to do with stress. I think we might talk about the difference between stress and anxiety because I know a lot of people who are anxious, but they say that they're stressed. And if everything about you believes what your mind says, you could be setting yourself up for failure by projecting something onto yourself that just isn't true. All right. So tomorrow we'll get crystal clear on the difference between stress and anxiety. Let me know if you have any questions. I hope that this was informative. Sharing is caring, share far and wide. And um, yeah, check the description box below. I've got some goodies for you. All right, I love you, stay safe. And remember, self-love and self-care are never, ever, ever selfish. If anyone ever tries to make you feel otherwise, cut them out of your life. Do everyone a favor, cut them loose. You don't need them, okay? I got your back. I love you, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Namaste Glowed Up with Monique Christine. 
Make sure that you check out today's show notes for all of the goodies that I mentioned. Just head over to glowupwithmc.com forward slash podcast. If you have feedback on today's episode, I would love to hear from you. So just email me at glowupwithmc at gmail.com and make sure you join me again next time for more glow up tips and strategies. Namaste. I'd always get right back up, never would.